There are a few other points in middle school that I want to include before I move on to high school. So since we're talking about school and since I do have a very much of a teacher perspective now that I look at school, I wanted to talk about some of the teachers that I remember from middle school. I had a, another great science teacher. Uh, but she was pretty intimidating. She had very strict rules uh, that I appreciated because um, students then respected the class and I liked science so I wanted for everyone to keep us on track. But there was one time we had a test about organic and inorganic or oxygenated and unoxygenated and I couldn't remember which was which and at the end of the test I decided that I was going to change my answers and I was so stressed out not only because of the grade not only because I was disappointed in myself but because I was terrified of my teacher's reaction so I knew after I turned in the test that I would just be kind of on edge for the next 24 hours or however long it would be until I saw that test and knew if I made the right decision in changing all of my answers at the last minute. So when I came back the next day, uh, I had made the right decision. But I don't think it should be like that for students. I think it works. Um, I'm sure I wasn't the only student who was motivated by simply not disappointing the scary science teacher. But um, it took a lot of the joy out of it. I mean, she had us come in and we needed to put our backpacks by the wall. You needed to be in your seat and prepared for class by the time the bell rang. And I recall some students sometimes being like, oh, no, I forgot to get my eraser out of my book bag. and. Uh, raising their hand, asking the teacher if they could get the eraser. And she said, you know the rules? No, you may not get your eraser. And that wasn't the end of the world, but it was just over the top, I think. She was very respected. Now, another teacher that I had, and I also think she was a great teacher. She was a math teacher, an algebra teacher. But she didn't have any respect from students. Students would blatantly make fun of her. And I didn't understand why they made fun of her. Uh, she may have had some quirkiness about her, but she wasn't that different from a lot of other teachers that we had. But students, whenever she turned her back to write on the board, they would make fun of her. She would erase with her hand, so she would always have yellow chalk all down her hand and her uh, forearm, and students would make fun of that. Maybe it was because they didn't understand the math. At that point for me also, it started getting really difficult and very abstract, and I thought, okay, so we're doing math to find 
these letters and we always have to follow the same uh, procedure to get it. Something it was, I didn't understand why we always needed to do the same procedure in order to find the variable. But anyway, uh, one day this teacher actually passed out and she fell out on the floor while she was teaching. And I don't remember my initial reaction, but I know some students just ran out of the classroom like laughing at this teacher who passed out and they ended up telling her that she was on some kind of medication and uh, part of me really felt like the way that she was being treated in the classroom she was being bullied by students I think that that might have been part of the reason why she was on medication but um, she also used to cough a lot she had a really nasty cough uh, I think she had uh, maybe even plaque psoriasis also, and maybe I uh, could empathize with her on that and that I had eczema, and so maybe that's part of the reason why I was a little bit more compassionate with her, because I genuinely didn't see any reason for why students made fun of her the way that they did. But I guess my point here is just that... Um, being a teacher can be really hard. And I think she was great at teaching. I think she taught very well, very well. And students just don't have any respect for teachers in their actual teaching ability, it seems. And that is such a shame. So, um, I also had a really good history teacher. And this history teacher is... contradictory to what I just said about the math teacher and that I think students really like this history teacher because of how he taught and I remember him saying this was his first year teaching but I think that he was very well prepared to teach I think when he introduced himself he said he loved history he studied history he studied teaching he studied more history he studied more teaching and <laughs> he was just a really good teacher uh, he had us singing songs and doing a lot of mimes and we were learning about ancient Greece and Athens and kind of the the wars at that time and uh, I think we learned about the history for a time period in different parts of the world. And great teacher. I still don't like history as much as I like other subjects. But that class made me consider liking it. Um, during this time, I also got contacts. I've always loved glasses. I still love wearing my glasses, but contacts, I think, really kind of opened me up to acknowledging the fact that maybe I wasn't only a nerd. If I didn't have glasses, maybe that would open me up to looking more of the popular part. So when I got contacts, I started wearing them all the time, never took them out, and I still have the same habit of maybe wearing contacts for about two months. Uh, 
without taking them out. And I've gotten a little bit better. I might wear them for just a week now. The time just flies by. It's so convenient to go to sleep with contacts in, being able to see, and waking up with contacts in, being able to see. Uh, and I know that there are some contacts out there now that are fine for sleeping in, apparently. They're, they're breathable. But my prescription, at the time those types of contacts first came out, I think my heavy prescription didn't qualify for those types of contacts. So I was one of the first kids to start wearing contacts. And in more than one way, this was an opening to help me make friends. And of course, I didn't really take those openings. <laughs> there was one guy who knew I was wearing contacts. And because at one point we were both wearing glasses. And when he started wearing contacts, he, he came in one day. He was having issues. He wasn't sure if it was still in. He couldn't see in one of his eyes. And he asked me to look in his eye to see if it was still there. <laughs> And for some reason, I didn't want to get close enough to really look and see. So I completely lied and I just said, I don't, I don't even know what I'm looking for. And so I couldn't believe I said that. And he was pretty surprised. And I think he just kind of walked off and kept uh, touching his eyeball for a little while. Um, so context could have been that opening for me, but uh, I was not ready. I was not ready. Uh, in the same class, this was gym class, and of course gym class is a class that I do better in because I'm pretty good at sports and I'm very athletic. I, I love athletics and science. So at the end of the year, not the end of the school year, but at the end of the year, we were doing a program to not fundraise, but collect toys for younger students in the county that may not have parents that were able to pay for the toys. So their gym teacher said, for the last day of class, before we have winter break, everyone is welcome to bring in toys in a shoebox and I will collect them and donate them for everyone. It'll just be a nice project for us to do. So I asked my mom if we could go, and I think we went to the dollar store to go get a bunch of different toys. And I took my time and I really thought about, okay, what kind of toys would be good for everyone? Like who, girls, boys, a little bit older, a little bit younger, uh, anyone could enjoy the toys regardless of, you know, their interests. So I got the largest shoebox I could find. I covered it with wrapping paper, Christmas-themed wrapping paper, and I took it to school. The next day at school, I don't think my teacher had prepared a lesson. <laughs> so we all had our toys and really nothing else to do. So we started taking out the toys that we brought for students and playing with them. And this meant actually opening up toys and breaking them, some of them. And I guess, what should I expect? I brought toys from the Dollar Tree, 
but these toys were intended for young children who weren't middle school boys trying to prove how strong they were so they were playing with these yo-yos and doing all these things and the yo-yos would snap in half uh, or other toys I can't remember what other types of toys there were but they were just all broken however this was a great end to this part of the school year because I for a day had my you know 45 minutes of fame because I had brought in the best toys. You know, I brought in toys that anyone could play with. And unfortunately, no one was able to play with them after that day. But just another memory that really sticks with me. Kind of a shame, the way that we just destroyed all those toys. And how, in the moment, I felt like it was so worth it. I said, oh yeah, of course, take a toy, play with it. Play with the toy that I brought here for young kids who can't have toys otherwise why not uh and pretty disappointed in myself for not saying no step away from the box of toys that i have for kids uh so anyway uh those were just some points that i wanted to throw in there about middle school because i think at this point i can really see myself falling into the trap of wanting to be accepted. I think that I had accepted myself in a lot of ways and I wanted to play around with what would I have to do to get other students to accept me. And this Christmas gift example really highlights that for me because if it was just me and myself sitting there with that box of toys, I would never let myself open that box of toys because I know that was just wrong. But I let other kids do it because I wanted acceptance from them. And it seems like this is going against my positive spin from last time, saying that I was on my own in middle school and I was I was a loner and I got through it and I did it uh, I, I didn't have a breakdown or I didn't just stop going or I didn't just give up on school and my academics uh, but of course there was still a part of me that wanted to be accepted and this kind of moved into high school where I started doing things in different ways to try to be accepted and again losing touch with myself uh, all over again uh, even though I continued on with a lot of the same students I wanted for my place to change when I went to high school so I thought more about what I was wearing what I was saying how I said it and uh, yeah so not the most exciting installment episode segment but uh here we are and until next time take care oh yes just one more thing the positive spin for this one the positive spin is i think pretty shortly thereafter i was disappointed in myself about the fact that i shared the toys and i knew what i was doing i knew that i was trying to get people to like me and the positive part here i think is because i knew what i was doing I was able to control it a little bit better.
um, I felt in myself that I didn't feel accepted. So I, I kind of knew where my boundaries were in that sense. I think a lot of students don't know that they're trying so hard to be accepted, and so they don't have any sense of boundaries, and they just do absurd things in order to be accepted without really taking a step back and realizing that their motivation is really hollow. Uh, so that's really it. Um, I, I knew that I was putting myself out there in ways that weren't cool, so I was able to really think about it as I did that. And again, until next time, take care.